Hello and welcome to season three, episode four of the Charlie Chats Footy Podcast with myself, Charlie Casson. Thank you to everybody tuning in. We've not had a pod for a while. I do apologise. Um, just other bits and bobs had come up. And yeah, we, we, we couldn't get one out um, the last couple of weeks. But we've had this one in the pipeline for a while. Um, we recorded it a, about a month ago. I'll tell you who's on in a minute if you don't already know. But uh, firstly, thank you to everyone who tuned in to Clive Tilsley. Nuts. I still can't believe he was on it. Um I listened to a bit of it back as well. It was it was incredible. I thought he was really, really good on it, really honest, really open. Um and yeah, it was it was an honour, a pleasure. Um and it's yeah. It's nice to know that I will always have that there in the bank for people to listen to um later down the line, however many years that may be. But um yeah, had some wicked responses and, and, and the views flew through the roof. Um, you know, more than more than any other episode. So um Thank you very much. I'm sure there was quite a few new people as well that were listening to it. So yeah, welcome. If you if you fancy tracking back to uh, 18 months ago when I started it, there's a lot of episodes on there. A lot of cool people, a lot of different stories. And um, yeah, I think you'll like it. This week's episode is with a friend of mine and a incredible actor. His name is Matthew Aubrey. He's a Swansea fan. We've not had a Swansea fan on yet. So uh, it, it, this is a Swansea fan debut if you like first met Matt back in 2014 Matt went to the same drama school as me Royal Welsh College of Music and Drama but he was uh, a few years above me and he'd actually graduated before I started and the first time I met Matt we had a Royal Welsh students versus a Royal Welsh alumni football game I'd been in Cardiff about a week I was up front and, and Matt was playing right back or centre back. I don't actually know. That's how bad he was. And uh, we talk about it in the podcast. Anyway, I ended up scoring a hat trick. And uh, yeah, that's that's the first encounter I had with Matt. And um, we've been we've been pals ever since. We have that f- connection of both being extremely loyal and passionate football fans that wear their hearts on their sleeve um, whenever it comes to any conversation or whatever. Yeah, I had to get him on. It's been in the pipeline for a while. Um Great guy, incredible actor, like I said before, and one of the most loyal and passionate fans you will ever meet. Lives and breathes Swansea City from South Wales. Uh, we talk about you know him growing up in Patalbot when he was a boy, his daily routine on a Saturday when the football used to come around, going down the Vetch for the first time, standing in the old terraces, derbies against Cardiff, all that kind of thing. Um, it's a real throwback, a real sort of you know back to the nineties and the noughties take a trip down memory lane with uh, with Matt Aubrey and Swansea City. So yeah, there's going to be a few Swansea fans listening to this, I reckon. So um, enjoy. I'm sure it'll be very nostalgic for you. Uh, and yeah, I love this episode and I hope you do too. So this is season three, episode four of the Charlie Chats Footy podcast with Matthew Aubrey. Enjoy. just glad it's back, it's the most normal I've felt in 18 months, without the fucking doubt. I went to Leighton on, when was it, last Saturday? Last no, Saturday. Saturday for last. 3-0 down, weren't you? Yeah, mate, it was fucking incredible. And uh, I just missed it there, and then when Huddersfield, Saturday just gone, home, and I was fucking walking up, like, into the into the, uh, into the stand. At Luton? Nah, in Swansea, very Yeah. And, um, 
just missed it. Like, and like something's been missing. Like, oh, like oh, it's been a fucking mental year, and everyone's had their own um, version of it. Mm. I didn't mean as much of depending on the football. It's yeah. not just that fucking ninety minutes. It's like the, the fucking pilgrimage to the game. Yeah, meet the boys. Like, go. Even when I get to Paddington, well, like, because I live up here. Just get the prep, get the coffee, get the sausage sandwich, get in the train. Like, we're playing Millwall, like, all the Millwall fans are on the train and texting my brother and the boys are like, Millwall. All of it, the day after, like, full of adrenaline the day after, I've missed all of it. So I can't wait, I can't wait to go tonight. And, uh, it's like, it's giving me purpose again, yeah, mate. Do yeah. you know what I mean? Like, it's meant different, a diff, it's been different to me, like, in different stages of my life. Do you mean? Like, when I was a kid, mm. it was different. When I started going North Bank from the East Stand, like with the boys when I got a bit older, then when I started coming back from drama school and um but like that was the most like Luton was fucking bonkers. <laughs> we'll get we'll get into it. We'll it get bonkers. into it. But let's um what we always do Oh yeah, we're off we, London, we, we always <laughs> <laughs> We always you sort of touched on it, but we always take it way back to the beginning, right? So was football a big part of your life growing up? And if so what are your memories from it? Like, sort of, how 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 did you get into it? My old man, like my old man, played football, sports Swansea, played right back. So I played right back. That's why you fucking scored. I fucking done a hat trick. I scored a hat trick against you. <laughs> I was playing centre. I didn't sleep by night. Didn't sleep by night. The game is the game after where we we were winning half time and thinking we came back and beat us again. Yeah, the year after, yeah. But that's why I get like with the football. I couldn't sleep. Couldn't sleep. I was so fucking excited. And if I look back, I'd be like uh, like always. And um, so yeah, like I played for like Avonlea. What's that? They're like in they're like League of Wales team. Or they might be like a league lower now. In Swans. Uh, in Port Albert, yeah, yeah. And uh, so like I play for them in the morning. And my brother would play for like, a, he's two years younger than me, play for the other team, and then we'd come home, have a shower, have food, and go watch Swans on. Down the Vetch? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was the Vetch like then? Because obviously you're at Liberty now. I've been to the Vetch once. I just remember, was there, is there a prison next to it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a prison, like, it was just a fucking mad place. Like, the first game I went to was like Swansea played Wales, right? In, um, in a friendly. And Eric Cantona was supposed to play for Swansea. And I must have been like eight or nine. Mm. And, uh, like, I can remember enjoying it and, like, loving, like, the spectacle of it and, like, being in the vetch. But, like, it didn't... It's a fucking friendly, in it? It's like watching the games on on, uh, on Swans TV, like, through the pandemic. I've just fucking... I've been, like, yeah. properly apathetic. And, um... But it was the vetch, like, that I took interest in. It's just, like... we so When we were kids, we used to sit, like, in these stands. So, like, behind the goal is, like, terrace and underneath it. And it's, like, sort of, like, the family stand. They got nothing, yeah, yeah. And the West Stands, like, with the not really boxes, but like, do you mean, but and the dugouts, that's yeah, like, yeah. And then you, the way ends, like, bang opposite, dude. And you got the prison in the corner. So, like, you see prisoners, like, in the fucking, um, yeah, watching the game, really, yeah, 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 through their cell, yeah, 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 watching You're the joking. game, yeah, they said, take me on to the, to the, to the old mumbles, road to the place, I've not to the fetch fear by the prison. You see them all fucking watching the game, like. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't notice that yeah, close. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fucking class. Yeah, be watching. So talk us through, as a boy, right, when you went to Swans on the regular down the vet. Yeah. What, what was your, like, daily, your weekend routine going to a game? Get up, play football. So, like, it was a Neath Talbot League. And then, yeah, come home, have food, and then we go over and, like, the first game I ever went to was Cardiff Swansea. And, uh, 
What league would that have been in? Division three? must have been, must division have been three. the old division. The now League Two. Yeah. No, 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 no. It's Division Three. Yeah, so that's League Two now, isn't it? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, I remember yeah. you were down in our league in like yeah, 90, yeah. late 90s. Yeah, I've seen Bar- like all those, like yeah. Kidding Stariers, like yeah. Barnachet and them. Yeah, mate, fucking. That was the first game. Because, like, I went to that friendly and I was like, oh, it's nice being here, like, I'm enjoying it, but, like, it didn't matter. Yeah, you know what I mean? There's no atmosphere or nothing. Yeah. And I went, I don't know why, like, because my mum and dad were season ticket holders, right? So, like, when Swansea went from under John Tarshak, they went from fucking Division 3 then all the way up to. Stop the banging. Oh, sorry, sorry. sorry. No, go on, go from John Tarshak. Just fucking yeah, hear it. Fucking. So, so, Swansea <laughs> went up, they went up, um, so yeah, my mum and dad were season ticket holders. And they watched them go from like the bottom league to like what is now the Premier League and the John Tarshak and then all the way back down and done. But they must have had me and my brother Peter and just fucking stopped going like two small yeah. kids. And um, he just took us to Cardiff at that. He's like, I don't know, I don't know. He just decided to go again. He took us and um, I remember him saying he had to queue outside the ticket office for like hours um, to get a ticket. He took his passport with him. To show he didn't have like CF because it's like Patalba in Patalba it's like Swans Young County fans mm. and um but he to, and so he took his fucking passport like SA1 or SA12 on his thingy and um oh, it was just fucking amazing like driving into Swans it's like banners like hung over all the bridges and like helicopters all over like Swansea Cardiff now is a bubble match so like you can only go for like you've got to get on the fucking bus at the Liberty you got driven to like a service station outside Cardiff I can't remember how we did it. You either get like, I think you get like a second part of your ticket there and then you get like an escort into the ground and like all the Cardiff fans are like on the streets. And so there's no way of mixing. No, I can't do it. Yeah. But like then, in the 90s, when I was in primary school. Carnage. Oh, it was chaos, yeah. Yeah. Charles' dad's, Charles' dad's Portalba. Oh, that's cool. Um, Charlotte's dad is Portalba Cardiff fan. Is he? Yeah, and yeah, he yeah, says yeah. if he wants to go to the... Liberty, it's got a Cardiff and come back. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, which is fucking nuts. It's bonkers, isn't it? But um, I just remember it being fucking hostile. And just, I just came alive, like, do you mean, like, when I was, I was a kid, and, like, the, just the fucking drama of it. Like, there's helicopters all over the top of us, and, like, police horses everywhere. It was, like, a night game. Oh. I feel like he was pissing down, like, it was fucking cold, it was the winter. Yeah. And, um... Knowing that that, as a boy as well, knowing that that's on your doorstep. Yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah, and um, we sat in the East Stand, so they're not in the North Bank, which I like, graduated to as I got a bit older and I was allowed to go on my own. Mm. And, um, yeah, mate, we went 1-0 down. Like, I hadn't been, like, I hadn't been before, like, you know that, fa- it's the worst noise in the world, you know that, like, fucking hollow, like, scream of the away end? Ah, oh, when it goes in. It's the worst. It's almost like a, 0.5 second yeah, delay yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah, it was a delay, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was a round they scored and that was it. I was just hooked. Like, I said, we've got to beat them, we've got to beat them, we've got to beat them. And um, we came back and beat them 2-1. But I remember, like, fucking mud everywhere and, like, the head button, the ball, like, head and the ball on the floor and, like, this is before fucking Sky Sports or anything like yeah. that. It was, like, proper, like, it was almost like Sunday League. I mean, it wasn't but you know what I mean it was like it was yeah. a different style of football mm-hmm. I don't even know if you can get away with that type of football like in League 2 now mm-hmm. but people just fucking clattering each other and 
Also, the and stadium, it, the stadium, like the vet, it's yeah. not something you would have seen on the telly. No. You know what I mean? No, exactly. It's not like your big elite ground. I'm finding it hard not to get up and show you. But like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm finding it so hard to sit still. But um, yeah, we started going every week. Like, that was it then. We went, like, play football in the morning, go watch Swans in the afternoon. And, um, but I was in these stands, like, there's a couple of boys in our street, and my dad would take us all. And, but like he used to run a youth club right on the estate in San Francisco estate my dad, your, your old man. My dad did yeah. yeah and um, this is how much has changed like he got us like a day trip to the Vetch and um, so we went over in the minibus and like, we were all on the fucking pitch running around fucking chasing each other on the pitch and like the boy who was giving the tour was like right who's a Swans fan right yeah we're a Swans fan like, any Cardiff fans like one boy Craig I was and he's like right get on the lines on the goal line just taking in tears, loads of balls, fucking wet in the ball of Craig Owls, and um, I remember we went into the changing room, like all the players were in the changing rooms, like it's two boys in like the fucking physio table, having work done, a couple of boys in the shower, like sat there reading the paper, I had kids, what's it going on? <laughs> and it's like, it's mad, and your football's changed so much. Yeah, yeah. Swansea's changed so much. Yeah, Swansea has. Well, the, cl- the club, like, for where like, you were. But I, like, if you look at Swansea, that's where the rivalry will get on to that. Like, but like Swansea and Cardiff, if you look at those two cities 20 years ago, they were the same city. And all the money, like you could probably see a drama school, like mm. it's been pumped into Cardiff, like mm. St. David Centre and all this stuff. And I think... Down the Bay. Swan- down the Bay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Millennium Centre. Exactly. That. And like Swansea is the same city. Like, mm. We were always the fucking underdog out of like Wrexham were above us, Cardiff were above us. In my era anyway, when I was younger. Mm. Um... So yeah, I just fell in love with it, like a properly fell in love and I was just obsessed, obsessed. I know you said you had many a hero, but around that era when you first started going, throw, throw some names at me. Who? I love um, Steve Watkins, striker we had, because he had blonde hair and I had blonde hair. <laughs> <laughs> we had a winger called Richie Appleby, and I loved him. Um, Christian O'Leary from Batalbot, centre-half, used to play midfield as well. Fuck it, all that, like... I didn't have like a hero like there's mm. a boy called Julian Allsop striker used to play for us he might have played for Barnett I'm not sure Allsop Julian Allsop I remember that now I was talking to you before I remember um, there's a striker who played for Barnett I remember my old, my old man going like look at him he's fucking quality he's a tall striker Julian Allsop but mate he got banned right so like Cyril the Swan was the mascot when he he played for you 98 to 2000 yeah, so I must I must have been about 10, 11, or mm. 9, 10, 11 when I started going. And um, but Cyril the Swan, right? Well, Cyril got banned as well at one point. Who? The, the mascot? Mascot, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, he was doing like a race for like a charity race with loads of other mascots. And, like, yeah, the mascot race. Yeah, 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 yeah and he pushed yeah, another yeah. mascot over and injured them. And like, <laughs> it's like apparently he turned up like a Cardiff training session and started fucking booting all the balls around. And, um, and then there's, there's like the when Millwall came down to Vetch, him and like, is Zampa the Lion? Have you heard this one? Him and Zampa no. the Lion started fighting. The Millwall one? Yeah, yeah, they were like, oh, I think the Zampa the Lion started like, pushing him around, and Cyril ripped his head off, and like, drop kicked it into the crowd, and everyone fucking pissed it. <laughs> and he got banned for celebrates. <laughs> I was reading an article about it years ago, and like, he had to go to like, face like, uh, charges by the FAW, and um, Oh my God. Yeah, he was nuts, mate. It was like a nuts time to be a Swans fan, and that he had a song out, he had a, and like, there was like a Justice for Cyril campaign, and <laughs> 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 mate, it was madness. But I remember Julian Allsop, right, we were sat in East Stand, and um, my old man was like, look at Cyril, 
Oh, he went, his suit don't fit him, his costume don't fit him. And I went, what, what do you mean? He went, it's not Cyril, this one. And I went, what are you on about? And he went, Julian Allsop's banned, didn't he? Oh yeah, he went, I think it's Julian Allsop, because like, the head, there was like, the head didn't fit, like, the costume's too short, you right. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was suspended. He must have gone, oh, yeah, yeah, he must have gone, fuck it, can I just, can I even? So Cyril must have done his bit at the start of the game. And it's in the second half, like, he used to walk around, say hello to the kids and stuff. Yeah, it's Julian Allsop, just wandering around and like... <laughs> That's the most lower league thing yeah, I think I've ever heard. Exactly. Can you like, imagine fucking Ronaldo again in the Red Devil outfit? Exactly. Ridiculous. Mate, it was fucking a really like special, special place. Like I just loved it. Yeah. And then, it, it like it changed. Then I got to like comp or like secondary school, and I started going to the North Bank on my own and asked for like. Is that where it gets a bit naughty? We were well. We like being like around it because yeah, yeah, for, for yeah, the yeah. adrenaline. Like yeah, I just yeah, love yeah, the adrenaline. Yeah. But um, was there any game? Because I've been. I I was like you. We had a, we had a stand where I started going. When I was allowed to go on my own down on the hill. And like exact same as you. We weren't naughty, but you you want to be around it. Yeah, we knew loads of boys yeah, who were. Do yeah, hundred you know percent. I mean? And you can get out. You know, you can get out away from it. After. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was it because I've got two right? Was there any teams? Were you quite close to the, uh, the home away So, like, end? the north stand is, like, it was all terraced all along the side of the pitch and then the away ends, like, adjoined into it, do you know what I mean? Where the, the corner flag yeah, 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 yeah. So, you'd have the away end there and then all the fucking headers would just be in... I mean, all the north bank was crackers, but, like, all the headers would be in that corner. <laughs> so, you'd score and everyone would just fucking surge towards the away end. Do you remember any any fans that came and you, like, were like, fucking hell, they're, they're rowdy. It felt like all of them. It felt like all of them. Because, like, it was like Wales, England every game as well. Yeah. But, like, I hadn't... Of course, course. I was living in Batalbert. I hadn't gone drama school. I didn't have English... So, like, you know, we used to... Like, I lived in, um, like, the closest to Bagland Station. So Mm. all the boys would, like, pick each other up through the estate, call me, we'd go to Bagland, walk through Swansea, get McDonald's. And we were in there, like, on the dot, two o'clock. Watch, we'd watch North Bank Phillip. And, um... So you watch like the away for like Macclesfield fans coming in, like extra fans coming in. It was just fucking fascinating. Like yeah. it was, and you see the flags going up and like, I remember Wrexham coming down. Like they sound, Wrexham fans, but they sounded scouts to us. Do you yeah, mean like? Yeah, yeah. I couldn't believe, like you couldn't believe it. It was like fucking the whole thing fascinated me. And um, I remember getting on the train to Bagland and some bloke on a Britain fair. He's like, "Bunch, what's happening?" We're like, oh, "All right." Then he's like, "Um." We might have been playing Millwall. And he was like, God, do you know how to make a Millwall brick? And we were like, oh, no, I don't know what's Millwall. Got on the newspaper like that. Do you know, and, do you know what to do with it? No. You get a newspaper and you fold it up. And it's essentially like a brick and so you can bash it over the head of it. <laughs> and we were like, f- fucking fought. We were like, I thought it was the coolest thing ever. He took us in the toilets, like three of us. They're like, come on now. He's on his own, like, do you know what I mean? <laughs> 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 on his own. But like that, like, we loved that. And like, there's a gang of us who go... We'd be a bag then there's a gang of boys who were like two or three years older than us in Sanford's comp as well and they were naughty and smoky fags and that and just like lambing about us. How did you get down there from Bagland? Just jump on the tube? Yeah, on the train, the train yeah, it's yeah. like 10-15 minutes. Straight down. Bitten Ferry Neath and then getting to Oshan Sandler I think and then yeah, Swans. But so it's like you could walk, you had to walk through town but even like walking through town you stop, there's a shop called Cogger's, get fags, Kyle Reese. do you know Kyle Reese? Yeah. Nah. He's the oldest looking so you get the fags all the boys and then walk through town and like the pubs would get busier and busier as you come towards the vetch and then there's a pub in the corner called uh, Potter's Wheel fucking loads of older boys inside there drinking and um, 
I remember playing Preston. Maybe Preston, mate. Like Preston were in what would be the championship now. Yeah. In the cup then. In the cup, FA Cup, yeah. And I remember, I remember, that, I mean, I've got fucking. We went to the Mackworth, a snooker hall in Talbot that morning. Must have been out the house at like nine ten. And um, play snooker, coming out the Mackworth, running to get the the train from Port Talbot now. Please stop us. Where are you going, boys? Oh, football, football, football. I was like, all right then. And uh, came through, got the ground, but didn't have tickets. It was sold out. And you never, there was never, like, you could always get in. You got like 6,000 attendances if, unless it was Cardiff. Yeah. And, um, but I remember Bulls, Bulls, I used to call him, but like, his old man was a builder, so he always had more money than us. Like, haggling with the bloke in the turnstiles, and he got me Burbage and him through, like, must have paid him like 40 quid or whatever. Like just a fucking excitement yeah. and walk like to get into the north bank at the walk up like a ramp and you can see the ground and like coming into fucking vision. So maybe like I remember that game being I was in year eleven as well. Went back to Vivian Park after it on your Angie Booms. Like like a fucking uh, cassette player, we're all like rapping along to the streets. I wish I knew they were the best days of my life then. Yeah. Really? Before they all got really complicated. Really? That's yeah. really interesting. It was simple, wasn't it? It was mm. like really simple. But all you want to do at the same time is grow up. That was the thing, they were all wanting to get out cans and yeah. they're all top something and saying, right, but now, I don't talk, like, I, I talked, do you know what I mean? I don't talk now like, like I did then, and I thought, like, I was talking like an adult then, do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Something bad, right? Well, something bad on the phone, my mum has to stop saying bad. <laughs> you say, why is he stop calling him bad today? But do you mean, like, I was desperate to be like a, one of the boys, like a grown man and. And now you are a grown man, you want to yeah, go back to that? Yeah, I want to go that? back. It's yeah. shit, it's shit. <laughs> no, it's not shit, but it's hard being an yeah, adult. It's yeah. hard being a grown-up. Yeah. I find it hard anyway. And um, Yeah, like, no one else coming on you. I was thinking back, oh, fuck, I've got, like, hundreds of stories that probably wouldn't mean anything to anyone else, but, like, because it meant so much to me at the time. Mm. It's part of your, it's part of your journey yeah, to yeah. Who, you've, who you've become today, you know what I mean? It's mad, isn't it? Like, I never, but I had no intention of being an actor. I had no intention of leaving Talbot. And then here I am, like, on a fuck on the podcast, like, you never know what's going to happen. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I, I, I like to think I know what's going to happen, and it's always going to be bad. So did you think, at, at that time, you never thought you'd, you'd be in London 12 years for 12 no, years? I didn't know what I was going to do. I failed yeah. the GCSEs. I got, I passed English, English, uh, I mean, this isn't football, art, expressive arts, an RE. Fucked up my print. I couldn't do the apprenticeship at the steelworks. So I didn't have uh, maths and science. Imagine if someone told 15-year-old Matt Aubrey that when you'd be going Swansea games, you'd be travelling from London. I know. To, to go the, back. To, I know, the, to I know. the ground. But like taking like Sam Swan from Birmingham with me and like... Yeah, it's mad. So when was your... Because obviously Swans were down in Division 3. Yeah. Rose up the leagues. When was your first... How old were you when you first got promoted? What? You were 10, right? We nearly went out in the Football League. We yeah. had to beat hell on the last game of the season. We had a chairman that everyone hated called Tony Petty, an Australian businessman. And um, it was... it was It's mad because it was the most antagonistic, hostile, scary season I've ever watched this once. Mm. All the fucking uh, back of the North Bank is like corrugated iron fencing. So everyone's just like fucking banging on the ball. Like, you know, like different pockets of headers. Like, so they'd be the ones who wanted to get by the way end. The ones who stay. And it was like, it was scary in there. It was really scary in there. But that was almost like my favourite season because the more we lost and the bigger the battery and the, the more I had to go. 
Yeah. I had to go. Yeah. I had to go and like, um, so like, yeah, that, that was year 10 and Brian Flynn who went to something's comp like, mm. um, from Talbot came in to manage us because at the start of the season we'd signed like loads of players and Flynn came and that's when Alan Tate came on loan, Liam Britton came on loan and he was like a flying winger. Martinez came, they made him captain. I remember he had like red togs. We're talking, what year is this? Two, I was 15, so 33 now. Fucking 18 years ago. 2002? Three? three, is it? Two? Oh, two or three season. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it was fucking, it was like it was hostile in there. Like you must have gone up then the following couple of years later, nah. did you? Yeah, the year later, and then the year after that we missed out. So the year later, Trundle came. Yeah. And that's when we just started playing. Like, remember that he did the remember he caught the ball in his chest and he rolled. I was there. We yeah. were there. We were there. Really? Yeah, and it was like the disparity between the, the the style of football was so bonkers, scraping out victories. One in the last game of the season, James Thomas had, had come on loan from Blackburn, or he'd signed from Blackburn. He's from Swansea. Dink the keeper, like it was incredible, and then. A year later, Andy Robinson came, mm. and that's when Soccer AM started doing the segment on Robinson and Trundle. And then we started playing like sexy, like the Swansea way, like. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Kevin Hugh was still there as well, I think, up front. Yeah, and then that season we went up. We must have, because then the season after I went to go sign in, and we lost in my first year go sign in college. Yeah. We lost. Uh, at the Millennium to Barnsley in penalties and it was horrendous to get to the championship yeah yeah so when did you when was it, uh, fucking got wrong no nah, it must have been so when what year did you leave the Vetch when I was 16 under Kenny Jacket who was he Kenny Jacket yeah, yeah yeah so you so you left you left the Vetch 2004 end of 2005 season so end of 2005 you left yeah, the Vetch under Kenny Jacket yeah 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 so what was it like I want to talk about this because I find it so fascinating because there's so many clubs that have left their grounds now right Swansea Barnet even like you know um, Premier League teams yeah, who, yeah. Have, who have moved stadiums like Spurs and West Ham and stuff like that but like especially little smaller clubs right there's so much heart and soul mm. within that community and within that stadium have you now go into the Liberty on a regular basis What what is it what has been lost? What I stopped has been going. Lost? I stopped going. So I didn't go for the first season I went and then we lost to Barnsley. But I remember the first, I walked, I don't know if my own fucking was a kid, but like I remember walking into the Liberty, like I'd always walk into the North Bank where I'd like to fuck up, like because I was a bloke when I, and um, got thrown out. Of the Liberty? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And not that that matters, but like it just, and like, the atmosphere, like, honestly, that corrugated iron, those fences, it was like, it was all game, like, banging on it. And then the North Stand was like, you know, you you wanted to be as close as you can get to the way end. And then I remember in that first season, it was just like nobody knew where to sit. Yeah. Did it lose the atmosphere? Yeah, for like... me it did, for me it did. And I, I can appreciate now, like, what that fucking small, like, and it was the North, the, the Vetch was, like, in the city centre, like, mm. by the fucking prison, like, you had to come past loads of pubs to get there, and the Liberty, like loads of these grounds, are on like indus- not industrial estates, but they call it like, retail parks. Sort of in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and um, you go past it on the train, don't you? Yeah, so, yeah, 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 yeah. And it looks amazing, but like it's come back round now. But I remember for me, and I went to Welsh College. I went to drama school after we lost to Barnsley, 
I didn't go for you. I just didn't go. Just lost interest. Fell out of love. I just didn't go. I started yeah. wearing Converse and like listening to the fucking Smiths and like doing other stuff. Do you mean like? And then um, I don't know what happened. I, I think yeah, my second year came home for Christmas and I went to watch Bournemouth and Darren Anderson was playing. He was captain and uh, started going again. Yeah. But it was like there was a hundred percent like uh, it was different. It's like sporting a different club and it's like. Yeah. It takes a bit of time to adjust and like the fan base changed slightly. It's like you move to those big clubs with the um, ambition of being like a much uh, a big round, sort of to be like a much bigger team or mm. playing the Premier League, which mm. brings like a different type of fan base. And you can't get away with like Silas Swan running around on the pitch, like Ed, Ed fighting with mascots. And like, I remember like, I remember like coming out the North Bank to go for a piss and I'd be like just frightened to go for a piss because there'd be like, just blokes everywhere like yeah. skinhead and Stone Island and like just, oh, just fucking it was like a scary scary <laughs> place and like yeah. and like a adrenalised place and that's why I loved it and then you know the world's changed as well right but like it was it took a bit of time for Liberty to find like right we this lot will sit over here and you lot will sit over here and you do your thing and it took a bit of time mm. I was up, I went to Liberty, just while we're talking about it. Tuesday, the 10th of August, I think it was, 2010, Carling Cup, second round. You might remember it when I tell you this. We lost 3-1, Shefty Coochie scored. Oh, the flying fin, yeah. And he flew, <laughs> and he landed on his belly right in front of us and just looked at us like yeah, that. the flying fin. Yeah. He's quality. Yeah, he was good. He was a good little player. Yeah, it took a bit of time, mate, like... Because we were playing, like, amazing football as well. I remember, like, do you remember that Trundle... We beat Bristol City, I think, like 5 0 or 5 1 or something like that. It was quality football, but mm. everyone who went to the Vetch went because they wanted to be there. Do you know what I mean? Six, seven thousand. It felt like 20,000. Mm. Whereas we had probably about, not double, but like, well, maybe it was double, but like, it still felt empty for a bit. I went to Liberty and then started playing really fucking attractive football. And then I remember going, like, in the start of third year Welsh College and like saw Wolves in the way and I'd never seen anything like it in my life just sold out like 2000 fucking incredible and like Knott's Forest and teams like that you know like mm. those old fashioned famous yeah. teams and we beat them and um, it was like fucking rocking in yeah and then you you get to the Premier League then yeah you get to the Premier League I've had many a conversation with you about this I remember I remember the way it really hit home was when I think you was playing the playoff semi-final a couple of years ago and you said to me I don't want to win I didn't want to go up you said you didn't want to go up? No. And that was when it hit me. It was like, wow, like, when you've experienced a team down in the lower leagues, and then, you know... What they say in the Mafia, this thing of ours, like, cause... No, not cause... They say this thing of ours, didn't they? And it's like... I'm from Patalbal as well. Like, I didn't have to go. Like, it's not like I was... Do you know what I mean? Like, I went because I fucking really wanted to be here. And, like, it meant so much to me. And I felt like... I felt like if me and the boys started singing... It'd catch on next to us and it filtered down, yeah. And then the ball would go for a throw in, and then the fucking all felt like it could affect it. Yeah. Maybe that's just me. What is it about the Prem you don't like? Well, not maybe not the Prem. What is it about Swansea in the Prem you don't like? Like the first two years are amazing. Like, I remember when St- me and Josh Engels went to Stamford Bridge. Can't believe it. Remember when Stamford Bridge we were going, fuck off, Mourinho, fuck. <laughs> and he like, he turned to us and he's like, oh, sit down. To- Can't, like, do you mean like that was incredible then? Just getting fucking pumped 5 0 by Tottenham or White Dart Lane. 
it was horrendous and people bickering with each other on the ground I'm like we were getting pumped by Exeter 10 years ago whatever it was and we weren't arguing with each other yeah. can you sit down please like uh, uh, fuck off fuck off like I know what it means to the players and to I don't know what it means to the players but get behind the team like mm. get behind the team the expectations shifted and like and rightly so like if you're in the Premier League go up but remember, remember your roots. Yeah, yeah. Remember yeah. where you came from. That team in the, you know, that team playing Exeter and Kidderminster yeah, at the Vets. Yeah, yeah. And like, there was no Twitter then, so like, I'm not on Twitter now anyway. But like, everyone going fucking nuts on Swan's Twitter. Mm-hmm. It was like really negative. It didn't feel like a silly club anymore. And I mean, silly in the best way possible. Like when mm-hmm. when I was younger, we were like the second city. Do you know what I mean? Like, Cardiff, like the cap. I mean, like they would say they fat, they were clothes were better, and like they mm. they call us something, and so it just it felt like we weren't, it weren't, it wasn't funny, it wasn't funny anymore. Mm. Do you know what I mean like mm. there were still some amazing games, but it was after we went down, and then we had like people like McBurney, you could tell like would come through like uh, played for the end twenty threes, and like Joe Roden, Connor Roberts, all those boys knew each other, a load of them from Swansea, Dan James as well, like. Care the care them the club and obviously we changed we fucking Bob Bradley and like yeah that was mad- a disaster wasn't it oh it was madness yeah madness and like we just players who you just knew didn't want to be there like mm-hmm. Tammy Abraham came and like no just like you know the ball would go fuck it and he wouldn't get the ball like flailing his arms in the air and it just felt like a negative and, and that's probably because he was too good for us dreaming like he wanted yeah. better service but like yeah. you could tell the player some of the players didn't want to be here. And it's like, well, I want to fucking be. I've fucking spent a lot of money, like, over the yeah. last fucking... And it just felt different. And, like, struggling to get tickets. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like, I was never worried. You should be able to get tickets on the door. Just like, turn up. Yeah, yeah, just turn up. Yeah. Six quid. Yeah. <laughs> Six quid. And if, if we played in the midweek, we'd get, like, 3,000 attendance for, like, in the Carling Cup or whatever it's called. And then um, it's, like, four quid. Just for we we'll, we'll touch on the rivalry with Cardiff. But... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Best ever game. Preston, that Preston, that, oh, that, is there, I've got the game, I was thinking do best, about this. Do home, best ever home game, best ever away game that you've been to with Swans. The three games that should have been the best three games were when we beat Hull to stay in the Football League, playoff final, and then the Carling Cup final where we won. Bradford. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, they should have, but like, I guess so excited. I can't think about anything else. Like, I remember the morning of the Hull game, me and all the boys got up early, I stole a couple of cans of John Smith from under, under, the, under the stairs with my old man. All the boys did the same. Went down my mate clog shed. Like, he went to fucking, he went to get like an ice cream from the ice cream van in a pair of clogs once. So he was clogged, right? That's what they called him. And I, I, but I couldn't, I can't, I get so like all consumed by it. I can't enjoy it. It's some of the best. Same with like uh, playoff final. I had to do a, a read through the day after for Birdsong with Tomo actually. Yeah, yeah. And, um, so I knew I couldn't go out properly and it was just too much. I remember like four tickets came through, panicking, wouldn't get tickets. Phone in the ticket office, have they come through your end? Yes, they've come through. Yes, yes, phone them back two minutes later. Just like, I can't, I can't settle. Yeah. Same, I was in Stratford for the uh, Carnot Cup. Too excited, got fucking steam in the night before, three hours sleep. I just couldn't appreciate it and like, it's a Preston, that Preston game in the Cup was probably amazing. The first ever game, Cardiff. But some of the best games I've had, I've been where I've just taken someone who's never been before. 
Like Lo- Loftus Road. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like when I took Sam Swan, Bristol away. We lost, but it was fucking incredible. Yeah. It's like um, all the Swans fans were drinking um, by the waterside. It's a massive police escort, and they're walking us through the city, and like everyone's coming out the flats, and they were shouting at us, we were singing. It's like a beautiful day, and um, we got like we're checking the watches, and we're going fucking hell. It's like twenty minutes to kick off, and we're looking like a long way away from the ground. And people start kicking off and kicking off and kicking off and kicking off. So we missed the first 20 minutes and the police were not even out. So we're like, there must be like, what, a thousand or so Swans fans in the game. Look like a full away end. There's 800 of us outside the ground walking down the motorway. Or like, and so like 20 minutes in, all of a sudden, just like 800 Swans fans all come in from like down the bottom, not through the turnstiles. And it, the fucking game like stops almost. Like you see the players, I remember like McBurney like turning and going, fuck is going on? Just like cacophony and noise and like just dispersed everywhere. Lost Sam, <laughs> lost him for the first half, and um, it was just like electric in there. And then um, Bristol City again. Then I went my brother and Burbage was like we've been going together since we were kids, and then his brother John Burbage. I was in London. They drove up, and uh, obviously there'd been chaos the year before. So like everyone's like really up for it, and um. It's like a beautiful, is this time two years ago, a beautiful day and like I remember just like coming down the train on my own, wandering with the waterside, swans, fans everywhere, texting the boys going, where are you, where are you, where are you? But I was like, we're on the motorway, we're coming, we're coming, we're coming. I get to the ground and um, there's loads of fans drinking outside the ground, but there's some in there, so I can hear the singing, but people are still milling about and stuff and I'm texting my brother going like, how far away are you, how far away are you, how far away are you? So we're coming now, we're coming now, we're coming to Bristol. And um, more and more people are going in, they're going in, they're going in, less people outside, noise inside is get you know you dangle like a sausage in front of a dog yeah. and you go, wait, wait. I was like, ah, I just wanna get in. <laughs> Do you mean like that one? my brother does it, he dangles a bit of chicken in front of the scout, this dog and he wait. I just wanted to get in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What are you? Park the car, we park the car, texting two minutes later. What are you? Wrong car park, please stop worrying. Texting him, what are you? Stop to answer phone, no answer on the phone. And like there's like me and three blokes outside now, two blokes steaming, I'm just waiting there. And then I see Boobers come around the corner and my brother come around the corner and they're laughing. And it was just like amazing, like, get through them. And like, we, Bristol, we, we came in and we had to like walk all the way across the stand to get those seats. And it's just fucking rocking and yeah. singing the hymns and arias. And like, and Bristol's like a derby. It's like, um, they, them and Cardiff's a big derby. Mm-hmm. It's like a derby without the consequences. So it doesn't, it doesn't matter, it doesn't really matter if you lose. But I remember it was just fucking rammed in there and like, it was just really special. I stood out in Burbage, we've been going since we were like fucking 12. My brother, his brother. And we just drove home and um, just listened to house music on, on you know, like, and then coming through with all of us, seeing the steelworks, listening to that, monkeys and... Life. It's like, we weren't that spectacular really. Yeah, 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 we didn't yeah. even, it was nil nil. It was nil nil, but yeah. like, it's like the meaning attached to it. Like yeah. it meant, it meant a lot to me. There's been fucking loads of amazing games. Gary Monk's first game uh, as manager, Cardiff, was incredible. There's a story of that as well, like, but that was fucking incredible. One of the worst ever games ever, as Cardiff away, first game in the Premier League, Stephen Conker scored. Because it's a bubble match, they keep you in the ground, didn't they? And it was yeah. just horrendous, it was horrific. Fuck's sake. What, what is it like then, Cardiff, because obviously you've got a big rivalry, everyone knows Cardiff's Swansea rivalry, but it's more, it's more than the football, isn't it? What does it mean? What does it mean that uh, as a as a fan of Swansea? Especially in Batalba, because you've got both. Yeah. Both. So like, it's not like um, 
the Carney fans go back to Cardiff and then all the Swansea fans stay down here. Mm. Yeah, but thought about everyone just fucking bickering with each other in work and the steelworks. Yeah. I don't know, they, to us, they think we are like the second city and we're fucking scruffy and uh, a bit wacky and ridiculous and we think they're arrogant and... Yeah. And uh, our fans better, I would say, obviously. We're more ridiculous. And... Um, I'd definitely say the atmosphere is better at the Liberty. 100%, isn't it? 100%. I've been Cardiff away twice with Derby and Newcastle. Remember? Oh, mate. Remember I saw you at Newcastle? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, the, that, was, mate, that was one of the best away days I've ever so had. So good. But how bad are the Cardiff fans, though? Shit. Can't hear you. Cardiff fans, I never knew. Shit. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, but, but honestly, like, and I'm. Um, yeah, Callum, Callum Howes. <laughs> yeah, shit, shit, shit. Like, to me, it's shit. It's like. That Newcastle game was close. Mate, when, when we beat them. Um, oh, that's another one. I'm trying to stay still because I've got a bar neck. And then I'm going to have an hour and a half fucking chaos tonight. <laughs> that's what I've, been, I've been trying to put it off for a year and a half. The neck ain't going anywhere. So, like, no. the, um, mate, that was a mate, like, uh, this so, time last year. This time last year, the same. My brother said, can you stop talking about it? Because I couldn't stop fucking so excited. And um, we beat them 1-0. Uh, and we were right, mate, it was horrendous, mind. Away? Home. Um. So, like... They were in there early. That was on the telly, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah and, I remember. Uh, where we sit now, it's like these stand, we're like right by the divide, by the away end. So we got in there early and it's just mad like seeing them. Like, just like seeing them face to face and we go, oh, fuck, I don't know what to do now. Mm. You just... I mean, didn't you do them uh, uh, away as well? Jamal Lowe got, got a couple. Yeah, 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 yeah. Last season? No, we lost away last season, didn't we? Where did you win? This, to last, this year and a half. Cause I, since the football's on in real life stopped, I can't fucking remember. I swear yeah, we did, we did. Jamal Lowe got a couple. We did, yeah. And then he's fucked off, isn't he, to Bournemouth? I fucking can't remember. But that was an incredible coin, mate. There was a like, there was a bloke, right? Ah, oh, they were all at this all game. Oh, I shouldn't, have, but they were all at this all game. There's two stories. My brother was calling. My brother arguing with this West Brom fan. My brother saw this West Brom. He went to town, right? Day before West Brom. <laughs> to have breakfast and spoons with his missus and he came back and he went, oh, it's a fucking West Brom fan in there. And he said, uh, Stone Island, CP Company, Bob Latton. He said, he must be a 16 and he's sipping his pint. He went, I, I, you know, I ate the full breakfast, didn't even fucking, you know, start his pint. He went, embarrassing, fucking embarrassing. I went, all right, we're driving over, picked Jordan up, he's, my brother's at him again. Fucking boy, nothing. Sipping his pint, get all the clobber on his bollocks. She's like, Pete, get in there. We rake the divide. All the West Brom fans, it's the first, last game before COVID, and all the West Brom fans are fucking giving it to us because it's him, it's him, it's him. <laughs> uh, the boy just he's shocked me, doesn't understand that my brother's got like this inside info on him. And my brother's going, I see you there in spoons, sipping a pint. <laughs> he said, You're the chicken, the chicken sipper. And he was at him all game, the chicken sipper all game. And he's just fucking perplexed this boy, the West Brom fan. And he left, came back at the end of the game, and brother's like, I done him, I done him, I done him. The same with the Carney fans. Some fucking boy was at me all game and I went, you've got an head like a cupboard. I said, you've got an head like a cupboard. <laughs> cupboard head, cupboard head, cupboard head. I got an head like a cupboard. And, um, and, um, That's the best thing like, you can get do. Get in there first. And yeah. That's the fucking release of it. It's like, I haven't had a release for 18 months. I'm like, yeah. I'm never going to see him again, hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> and then every time I turn... Until he up, catches you outside. Yeah, yeah, I know. But it's like, you know, try to explain that to people. Like, I've missed that. Like, I know mm. I can go down there. I know they're going to fucking rinse us. And like... And then to get back on the bus and I, I don't fucking know. Yeah, it's all a bit of banter at the end of the day, it's, it's like, quality. It's like a release and um Yeah, then that kind of game just literally fucking coins like ricocheting off the back of the thing. Oh yeah, it's, un- it's unbelievable. They hate us. And you hate them. 
Well, I don't... Two weeks time now, Sunday. I know. They'll be I in know. town. I know, I know, I know, I know. It is mad, it was the first game I went to and I could have just gone out, I don't know, but it, I was just like, it's the meaning behind it, it's mm. not just winning, it's like beating them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they um, means more. Yeah, we've got better result. fans, mate. We have got better. Fans, I, right? I think so. We've got like the, the, the fucking the noise is better. I'm not just saying that because you're here. I genuinely, I've been to Cardiff twice, and I've, I've three times, sorry, twice with Derby, once Newcastle, and I've always been disappointed with their home support. I mean, I forgot about that Newcastle. Yeah. They were amazing. Nico, you and Nico, fucking, yeah, Nico, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> fucking amazing. It's such a good laugh. It was incredible. Friday night, when it. And they were like, they had like a pocket of fans, just rinsing it now, but like pocket of fans by. Uh, like the away end, and just yeah. crap. And then man. Newcastle scored that free kick yeah, yeah, yeah. down down by us. That was class. That's probably one of the best away days I've ever been. It's like it's good. The concourse at half time. I remember I walked in, saw you, and some bloke just walked past me, right, with a box of Rice Krispies, just eating them out of the box. <laughs> and I thought, I thought he's come all the way from fucking Newcastle, and he's risked not getting in, like for smuggling a fucking box of Rice Krispies down his trousers. I just thought they've got amazing fans. As well. Yeah, yeah, that was brilliant. They, like, were, they went up that year as well. I've been a few times in Nico, and they just fucking. The wackier the better. Like that's, mm. I got a fast head. I got a fast head. It goes too fast for me sometimes. And like, that's why I love the football because I just I got like a reprieve from mm. just being me. Hundred percent. You know what I mean? So I've gone on a mad tangent. So no, no, no. All good. So listen, this is the this is where we this is where we end it. Bread. This is where we end it. Um, we ask everyone this, and you are no different. If you could play a footballer past or present in a biopic of their life who would you play and why we're going to go with two first off we're going to go casting who you could actually get away with playing oh look yeah looks and then secondly lords whose story you actually would like to portray yeah. and do, sort of get the script for um I could play Alan Tate easy <laughs> Steve Cooper I could, I could play him <laughs> Graham Porter you've had, you've had to think about yeah. this isn't <laughs> <laughs> the boys used to call me Alan Tate in school and I could play Gary Monk. Have I said Gary Monk? Yeah, no, yeah. I could play I reckon I could play all of them. Literally. I think, I think Monk you got Monk a great I could shot. get away with. Tergoose looks a bit like Monk as well. Tergoose, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I, I as well, they said name on Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. There was you know Paddy the Baddy? Yeah. There was a photo of him and Tom Tergoose. They must have met like last week someone they said it's Pickford and I can't remember who the other one was. But Monk, yeah, I'd play Monk. You could definitely do Monk. Tate. Tate. Oh, wait, hang on. I want to look at Alan Tate in the 90s. Oh, mate. Number one is Alan Tate. Number two is Alan Tate. Oh, Three my God. Is Alan Tate. Number four. <laughs> yeah, we're having... Isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's definitely Alan... That's an... Uh, yeah. Realistic <laughs> cat. <laughs> I'm going to put that one up when we get it. I could play him, couldn't I? Yeah. Alright, so we've got, we got, we, well. we got Alan Tate and he's a right back. He's just gone, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is he a right back? That's the best thing about drama school, right? You can go and you can reinvent yourself as like uh, an older midfielder or uh, Alan right back, mate. But You're skinny right and not very athletic at all. Like, Even though I fucking scored a hat trick. First game. I was game. devastating. I was, I was, <laughs> I've only yeah, been there a week. I was probably. <laughs> Me and Matt McGregor played that second game. We were much better. Yeah. Still scored. <laughs> I've, lost, I've fucking lost the pace now, mate. I'm long gone now. I'm one of the old boys. Um, yes. So who 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 are we getting for uh, for the story you'd like to portray? I think this, and um, it'd be really easy to say like people who struggle, like Gaza or Maradona, Merson, Merson, yeah. Mm. And you think like, oh, wouldn't it be fucking amazing as an actor to play someone like that? But then it probably wasn't that amazing to have to go through it. What they had to go through, and to to, to do you know what I mean? And yeah. and um. It's 
obviously in like a lot of pain otherwise especially like with the stuff with addiction like so I feel like it would be bad of me to go like I want to I want to yeah I want to like show their story yeah their like struggle. I want to yeah I want to just live for the sake of my heart and so everything yeah, look at all he's been crying for an hour and a half and sniffing loads of coat you know I mean? so and there's nothing actually there's nothing wrong with that but like it's all about being in a painful place yeah so I thought never so full because <laughs> um, he's had a mad life like he was a bin man before he played for Everton I think and um, now when I was on Twitter I used to follow him and his quality like he was working in like a pupil referral unit so like just working with like a special needs school for like kids who've been like excluded from normal school like trying okay. to get him back into normal school and um, pretty, like, you see like he's just like Everything he posts is about like people who are struggling or like let's just shine a light on these people who could do with a bit more support. And um, mm. I, I remember reading an article on, on the Guardian with him, and he's go like, apparently like he, he stormed out of the, of the interview. He's like, I don't want to do it. I don't want to talk about me. I'd rather we just talk about this fucking campaign that I'm trying to. And um, politically, like got a lot in common with him and stuff like that. And he just seems like a quality bloke. So if I played him, I could go and ask, no, fuck, it's got nothing to do with me, it's about never said a thought. And then he'd go and ask, oh, fuck, I'll do me, but go and help these people, or help these people, or help these people. Um, I mean, I couldn't play him, could I? Well, we could get a tattoo out, a little ball pack. <laughs> he's, well, he's, he's a fucking amazing goalkeeper. Mm. Roger Freestone, man, like goalkeeper, like Roger, Roger, Roger Freestone. I still would rather he's see quality. Tate. I'd see. I'd rather see Tate because I think Tate could. Tate would be class because no one knows his story. Either. Yeah, yeah. Well, who knows, isn't it? We could just. We could actually get that going. That's the sad thing, right, with footballers. Like, and I was thinking about like who we would pick. And it's like the only we only hear about footballers if they've done not if they've done, but if they've fallen on really hard times or if they failed to cope after football. And um, we don't often hear about footballers. We've probably gone through all sorts of like mm. wacky, like meaningful, like amazing stuff. And it's like what I was talking about with the vetch and stuff before. It wasn't polished. Do you know what I mean? It's like, it didn't feel like it was, there was ma- that much of a divide from like the boys who were watching yeah. and like the boys who stood next to. Yeah. Whereas now with the disparity, not the disparity, but like the difference between, it feels like, like the Premier League and La Liga, it just feels like untouchable. Elite uh, Yeah, and like, yeah. I don't know if I can have anything in common. But but then at the same time, if I made fucking millions of quid, I'd probably just fuck it all off and just play golf. Yeah, it's all yeah. I know what you mean. But um, maybe there's like a lower league football. I don't know. But yeah, I never saw that was the best thing. Well, but he seems like a good young man. Like, do you mean like yeah, a good yeah, yeah, fucking yeah. good morals? Like 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 the, that he cares and like um and like he's belligerent about it. That he wants people just to get well. Hmm. One of our ex-players has just joined the West Midland Fire Brigade. Really? Yeah. Yeah, Alex, see, Alex Nichols, yeah. Really? Yeah. Played for us two seasons ago. Mate, like fuck. 30. James Thomas. I played James Thomas. He was a striker for us. He scored uh, the winning goal against Hull to keep us in the Football League. Yeah. He's like paramedic now. Is it? Yeah, paramedic. That's, I mean, see, that's what I mean. That's yeah, a good Yeah, 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 paramedic. And um, I think he's from Austin, but he's from Swansea and... Um, because it ends with him scoring the scoring the winner, yeah, yeah, and it's like, like ten chips, years, like chips, twenty years I was later. Sending the link after chips to keep burning them. I remember going to the hospital for something. Maybe when my grandpa was in the hospital like a few years ago, and he was just there like in his paramedic fucking thing, and I thought, legend. Yeah, just seemed like a fucking. You got. Well, I can't do either. I, well, I, I. This is all I can do. This is all I can do. I couldn't play football. Too skinny. Went fast enough. I wouldn't be able to do that either. So yeah. 
See, there are actually are loads of footballers. But he just can't. Just about it. We hear about it when it, when it's, when it sells. We like mm. people who are suffering. Their stories tend to sell. Do you know what I mean? Which is sad, but yeah, it's like there the, we are. I don't know. Like my Bernie stuff is like the fucking. He's from, just from the nineties. He's one of the boys. He's one of the boys. I think he's fucking quality, <coughs> but like. I've got to finish now. But like when he came in the way in, KPR, the fan, the Swans fans fucking love him. So if you're guessing a bit of trouble, whatever, more different to all the boys going to watch it. Yeah. So Let him always, live, innit? Yeah, exactly. So like if you if you vilify him from be doing his doing, then you vilify him the old fucking away end. Yeah. And half the old end. Just because he's in the limelight. He's yeah, the one don't he mean he's perfect. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I play him as well then. <laughs> <laughs> Get a little fucking skinhead bucket hat. Yeah, he's classic. You can go away games as well. I saw it on on um someone sent me a link, I think, on Sam Roden's Instagram going like that he was in a pub before QPR. And uh Simon Burney's with Sam Roden, I think he's gonna be in the UAE end, and then like it must be like twenty minutes in, you can go, Oh, Ollie McBurney, he's there. not playing for us. Just saw the bucket hat <coughs> like bucket hat coming up the stairs and saw like the fucking silver stony, yeah, Class. yeah. He was stood in front of us, like shook everyone's hand like Spent like five hundred quid apparently on pints, didn't you? For the fans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was just quality. That's what it's all about. You could see him down in the corner, like at the end of the game, and you could see like all the boys, well, like he was only playing with the season before, coming over and fucking pointing at him. Yeah, it's amazing. What a bloke. Aubrey, absolute pleasure, mate. Thank you for coming on. I hope you enjoyed that. Thanks, mate. Um, yeah, it's been a year and a half, I think. A year and a half in the making, <laughs> and we're finally here. Up the fucking swans, and uh, yeah, like. Upper football, man. I'm glad it's back. It's like it's giving me a lot of meaning. It gives a lot of people meaning, and um, just properly fucking lose myself there. Yep. Yeah.